Hello and welcome to the If We Knew Then podcast. I'm Stephen Sox. And I'm Lori Sox. We're in the mid of our IEPs. We did one session. It carried over to our second session, which we just had. We thought it would be the end. We just scheduled a third session. So we're in the middle of our IEP. We infamously have We've said long that before too. IEPs. I think our la- last year we sat for a total of 21 hours, 21 hours over three full days. So really 12 hours, we're we're getting, yeah, we're getting off easy if if it only goes 12 hours, seeing that last year it was 21. But this is, these are like, these are Zoom hours. Yes, which seems like they could, could be more efficient. But what we saw in this last, yesterday, we saw in our second session was something we had never seen before. We had finished our everyone going through and our our team saying what they need to say setting the goals we finished the team reports yeah and and then we got to the part where they go over placement right and here's one thing to share is they shouldn't be changing your placement so if they try to change your placement you you tell them no they they can't change your placement mid covid so uh, that's something that we want to share because I got to tell you that even though we were prepared and we had a lawyer there, there was still a moment when we approached that part of our IEP where I got a little nervous listening to the way they were talking and the words they were using that they were going to try to pull one over on us. So there's a new section. What is it called? Section, section K. This section is K. LAUSD, Los Angeles School District. Right. We are in the LAUSD, but there's probably something in the different school districts. They might be very similar. This might be something that different districts do, and that's why we want to share it. Uh, they And it might be called a different letter. But this was Section K, and, they, and you know, when you're in your IEP, I think it's super important to listen and to be present. Not just hear them, but really listen, because you can tell when something's coming by the way they talk. Oh, there were a lot of signs. Yeah, there's like uh, the tones, and even on Zoom, and very Brady, Brady Bunch, Ask kind of look. Yeah, they they're just like, oh, should we talk about K? Oh, K. Yeah, let's talk about Section K. And and I thought it was funny, so I was like, ooh, what's Section K? Just I do try to bring a little bit of levity because you know, honestly, it's my time, and I'm sitting there for three hours. So although I'm very serious and very prepared, if there's a moment of levity, these are you know, for the majority, it's people on our team that we have a relationship with and I and I really don't enjoy I enjoy it even less when it's so heavy and and burdened. So I've been known to have a little bit of levity. And and some of that levity comes honestly when telling stories to get off track when they were talking about uh, Liam being non-compliant or being able to stop an activity that he liked to transition. And one thing I always keep in mind is sometimes the bar they put up for Liam is higher than the bar that any typical student, I know any bar that Sophia had to rise to. She was given so much more leeway to make mistakes and to learn and to grow. 
But I find sometimes the conversations that happen in these IEPs are so stringent that I have to bring it back and remind them who we're, what we're talking about and that I can go into a classroom any given day and see the behaviors in a multitude of students that don't have IEPs and it's not a big deal. But if my so my son shouldn't be held to some different bar than his peers. Just like he's allowed an education with his peers, he should be given the same allowances. And I really believe that. So I did make a, um, I brought a little levity in comparing, you know, the Lakers. The Lakers just won, and I and I made a comparison when they were trying to hold the bar up to say, well, I can guarantee that if uh, I went to the principal's house when he was watching the Lakers last night and just turned off the TV, I think I'd get some non-compliant behavior. For that transition, because they were talking about transitions. And I think sometimes, honestly, people need to be reminded that we're talking about a human being. <laughs> and Yeah, because they the, laughed and, and it was the point it, got across. Yeah, that helps me when, when I'm parenting, just, you know, as parents, Stephen and I, uh, when we're changing. It took us a while to remember like, oh, you can't just say, all right, we're done. You need to give people a heads up. I need a heads up that we're moving on to something else. I need a heads up that you're going to change runaway bride. <laughs> turn off my, turn off when Harry met Sally. I'm going to need, I'm going to need a heads up. I, I, I want to watch my movie. And if you take it away mid without any warning, I'm going to get a little peeved, you know? So I think that for me, it's really important to always keep that conversation alive that we're not just talking about goals or PLPs. We're talking about a human and human behavior and we're all humans. And these are not behaviors that are foreign to any 10 year old. Correct. So back to Kay. Yeah. After the levity came. After the le- you hear like we get to Kay and, and you just hear it's, oh, it's almost the same tone that I take when I'm going to try to trick my kids into eating vegetables Hey, you know what we're gonna do now? Right. It, it, I'm not. I'm telling you, it wasn't far from that. So that makes my ears perk up to go. I think there's gonna be a show going on right now. And they pull up the screen and they say, "Well, all we need you to do is sign right here." Well, go ahead. No, they pull up. They pull up the screen and they said, uh, "We're gonna share the screen so mom and dad get a little look <laughs> at what we're doing." And I was like, what? This has never happened before, even without a Zoom. Yeah. It's like, okay, mom and dad are going to see. So, okay. And we're, we're assuming every one of these other people have been in, in, in these Zoom IEPs already, which is true. Everyone's done multiple of them, all of our OT and PT and representative from the district and the principal and they had done multiple of the, multiple of these. So they knew it was coming. In fact, our attorney probably knew it was coming. We just, that I don't was, know. No, she said it was new too. I, she oh. might have known it was coming, but she said I, I, she knew it was new as well. Well, it yeah, my ears perked, perked up, up too, and and plus when they call you mom and dad, when you've known them for six yeah. years and <laughs> and they know your name, mm-hmm. and they've also been calling you Lori and Stephen or Mister and Mrs. Socks for hours of the Zoom for six hours now. They've been calling you. And so they pull up a uh, a form for that you dad. can for mom and dad that you can check off a couple of spots and they just we're just gonna check these two quickly right here. Check two things off the top. So said, sign here because Liam gets pulled out of uh, it has the way it was presented to us has services where some are push in but some are pull out and we've and they established they said uh, and we've decided that that is the best for Liam to pull him out. Then I'm gonna check this box to say that. Because he's pulled out of the classroom, he will then not. We're going to paraphrase because we don't know yeah. like the, per- yeah, the, right. the words. The paraphrase is he w- he would leave class and then not 
get the full curriculum of the classroom. And, and then whenever we hear that, like yeah. full curriculum, you're like, curriculum, hmm. hmm. That word makes us, because whenever they're talking about curriculum, they're talking about pulling them off curriculum. Yeah, doing so. an alternate curriculum. And then so she went to the second one, and she said, and then this one right here we're going to check off, because it says, while he is in those services, he is going to, and I'm going to paraphrase, not be taught by a professional teacher. Yeah, it was not be... Not receive... Instruction from a high-qualified teacher. I honestly, I respect teachers that work hard and we've had, we, we have had some really great teachers out there that actually care about educating our son and have create an inclusive environment. But some for wonderful the most part, teachers. yeah, wonderful for the teachers. most part though, we experience a lot of either they don't have the knowledge of what's in the IEP or that it's even a legal binding document that they're supposed to follow or that they're the ones that are supposed to follow it. There's a big gap between an IEP and people understanding who is supposed to implement that. And that's why a lot of the times I end up picking up the ball because people don't think it's their responsibility. And honestly, I don't have time to really care about making people know what their responsibility is. And if I can be a part of it to where I create a little bit of ease, it helps me. So I'll make a schedule. I'll make sure things are on on course. We'll, we'll sit next to Liam during distance learning and teach him. We don't have a problem with that. The problem that I've always had is then when he has a consequence for the fact that they're not doing their job, that then he has a consequence. And that's something that we just don't abide to because it shouldn't be. And But to be clear, we've had several teachers that we really like that have been great. And the ones that we feel aren't ones we would recommend for IEPs, many of them are held in such a regard for their ability to teach typical kids in their typical classroom. They're fantastic teachers. It's about adapting to supports and... People who learn differently. And people that learn differently and IEPs and reading those and and learn about assessments and and learning and, and doing those things. And that's where we find there there is and could be a a bridge that needs to be crossed. There's a gap and a need for education. There's a need for training. So we read both of these, and this is this is what I encourage you to do. Because right away, I was like, no, I'm not signing that. Because I could read the sentence, and the sentence said, if you don't educate my son, I'm now saying that's okay. Or if he doesn't get the curriculum, you've just checked off that you said he wasn't going to get the entire curriculum. Right. So don't, but you don't sign it. Here, I'm going to tell no. you right now, do not sign it. It is not lawful. Do not. They cannot tell you they are not going to educate your child. So don't sign it. So Stephen immediately, and I think it was something like when your gut goes, hey, that's not right. And he said, yeah, You know what I ahead. thought? I, I was like, why would I put this here if I was the school district? Why would I do that? And why would you do that, Stephen? Well, I said, so this is some way of covering the district's liability. And what did they, they said? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it was um, in that. I mean, in that I'm, respect, I'm happy was, for the honesty. Yeah, in that respect, it was it was probably one of the most honest. Yes. IEPs because we 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 did experience on it like people. I, I, I don't think know they what were was distraught different. by it as well I because think they're they were distraught like, oh, because yes, I'm, and so we we debated and and explained fully why we didn't think each one. And as we were saying it, you could see the cursor going over to the little because where she's sharing the screen and and you could see the cursor going to that dot that she had just checked off and. She unclicked it. We're like, okay, well, there's one down, one to go. And then we talked about that one. And yeah, that cursor went right over there and clicked that off. And, you know, honestly, I think te- I think teachers want to teach. And I think the pandemic has been hard on everyone. And, and I 
And I identify that it's a challenge and identify that people had to relearn some jobs. So I do think that, it, I think that's why I really enjoyed this IEP as long as, although it was very taxing and challenging, is that there was actually honesty. And I feel like most of the other IEPs we've ever sat in, they've said stuff and then tried to cover or done things that are illegal and, you know, tried to make excuses for it, thinking we wouldn't know. And for the first time, we actually received honest answers. And the first, you know, the first one really was when you asked if it was a liability and they went, yeah. And so I said, so we're going to uncheck those boxes and we're not going to sign. And this is what I'm going to tell you not to sign them because one, they have to educate your child and they can't not give them the curriculum. So what I said, instead of that, instead of checking that box, what I want written into the IEP is that any curriculum that Liam misses is to be given to Liam and the parent to be made up with the accommodation because he has the accommodation of extra time. So make sure that's in your IEP that, you know, shorter assignments, extra time, that it will be able to be made up with his accommodation of extra time. And I want it in the IEP. So now I not only am not going to check your box, but now to make sure that you don't try to come back and say that he didn't get educated because he was in a service. Now I want it written in the IEP. And I said that, and you can say that you have a voice. I said it nicely. I explained myself why, but you have a voice, so please use it. And you have the right to say that, and you have the right to ask for that accommodation, and you have the right not to sign as long as those boxes are checked, because it's unlawful. So then after all that's put in the IEP, what's going to happen is, yes, he's going to have these services where he's pulled out. And at that time, those assignments are accrued and organized for him to take home. And then he could do that at home over the weekend, later that, that day, however you do it, you turn it in later. And accompanied by the fact that he's or she is allowed to bring the assignments in a, a little bit later or have a little bit more time, then everything's done. He or she did not miss really anything in the classroom. All assignments were done properly to the accommodation. Right. And you ask for that accommodation. It's a, it's a basic, I'm sure everybody already has that, but if you don't, please ask for the accommodation in more time and make sure it's written in your IEP and don't be afraid to ask for that. And I did point out that this is something that should have been happening since the beginning of Liam's education, that he should have been given the assignments. And I also pointed out that last year, one of the things that I discovered was that he had been getting bad grades because when he would miss work because they were pulling him out, they wouldn't give him the work to make up. They wouldn't send it home. They wouldn't give it to him at all. So then he was failing two different subjects. Yeah, with incompletes. Right. Then it reflects poorly on him. And then they have grounds to try to pull him off curriculum or put him into a special day class or a different placement or whatever, because they say that he can't do the work. Well, he can with his accommodations. And then I did also remind them that that happening was a violation of the implementation of his IEP and then kindly said, but that's a different story, but we can go into that if you want. And they didn't want to, which was nice. So the second part the second thing to check off was about the teacher not teaching him. And then I... Or highly, highly, highly qualified. qualified. Well, if you have resource, or I'm not sure what they call it everywhere else, but here it's called resource. And if you have a resource teacher that supports your child in their academics... They may pull he or she out of class. Or push in. Or push in and instruct instruct that student. Now, the pull out is the, is the main thing. They're going to pull out 
and instruct. So that's a highly qualified teacher as well, the resource teacher. So what this is this was my hope. My hope was to take the things that were challenges and turn them into good things for us. And so those two things were challenges, right? So when they say that he's not going to be taught by a highly qualified teacher, we point out that he should be because he has a resource teacher who is highly qualified. And then also, sometimes when you're getting services, they will substitute the highly qualified teacher with an assistant. That's illegal. That's not a highly qualified. That's not a highly qualified therapist implementing your services. So know that. I don't know how it works for everyone. So that was a really great time. A door was opened. To say, and let's go ahead and make a note in the IEP since this has been a problem because it has been a reoccurring problem, but you won't know it's a problem unless you ask for your service logs. And when you ask for your service logs, whoever did that service has to sign in. And so you will get a list of how many services were implemented by the provider and how many were implemented by their assistant. And you might be shocked to see how much actual instruction is coming from the therapist or the supporter or the resource. So it's a really good thing to know. It's just really a really great thing to know. So you know what's going on. And it's possible you may enjoy the services you're, you're getting from that assistant. Right. But, you, but they're not supposed to have the assistant is not, not supposed to. to be implemented. And that was a huge thing. That's what something that they fell back on during quarantine was they said, oh, well, we can't do Zoom with them because they're not the quali- a qualified therapist. Okay, well, this isn't this the same person who you tried to... Oh, they couldn't do a Zoom therapy. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. that? So this is a conversation. And this is just, even if you never act on it, it's information to just know. The person who's supposed to be implementing your services is the actual provider, not the aid. So that is information. Put it in your pocket and save it in case it comes up. And that's the law. That's that's it. That's the rule. So it was a really good time to address that and to say, let's please put this in the IEP because it's happened so many times where it will start off, we'll get everything clear. And then as the year goes, you know, IEP season comes and those providers get really busy and bogged down. And all of a sudden you start to notice that somebody else, maybe even someone who doesn't know your child, maybe a substitute teacher. We've had substitute teachers who are not providers. do that. So you just want to stay on top of it. And you don't have to. Honestly, if it's not a problem for you, 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 you choose your battles. But this is just information that I want every parent to know. Because knowledge, just knowing, is powerful. And it's a strength and it's a tool that you can use. And a lot of times they don't try to pull the wool over your eyes if you actually know the rule. Uh, And you can actually look up on your district's website too, and I'm sure it's there. And so if you even wanted to cite, if you didn't have a lawyer, which we recommend, but if you didn't have a lawyer, you, you might even be able to cite the exact words from the district's website. And I guarantee if you can do that, you're, they're going to perk up and listen because they know that you've, you've armed yourself with the knowledge. Well, it was admitted to that this Section K is new. And we knew it was because we had never seen it before. I didn't, at first I was thinking maybe we just hadn't seen it because this is a Zoom IEP and where maybe there's some additional things or that they need to do. But yeah, this is something they're probably going to try to implement in their IEPs, even once we get back to in-person IEPs. But it's a new thing. So we really wanted to spread that word because it's probably have not been. I wonder how many people have signed up on it, right? Well, I mean, it sounds the way it's presented as 
so many things can be, it sounds like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll check that if you're trusting, you know, the group that is on that in your team. That ship sailed long <sighs> ago. I always bring it back to, I always bring it back to the car salesman. I remember getting, remember when we bought the Civic and I, and we went through this whole eight hours of negotiating and we, and I mean, I, I, uh, 200 bucks off here, 300 bucks off there, you know, throw in some, uh, window tinting and then they're like, okay, great. Now we're going to go to the financing and they want to sell me on the insurance. Uh, like an extended warranty. I'm like, no, I don't want that. I just don't. And they go, it's eleven hundred dollars. It's it's a great deal. I was like, I don't, I don't want it. I mean, I, we just went through this whole thing, and he goes, oh, and he just made me. He just looked at me like, oh, you you, what are you thinking? This is not a smart thing you're about to do. So he goes, okay, you know what? All right, I I can do it for seven hundred. And I'm going, no, I don't want it. I don't <laughs> I don't want to do it. Can get me out of here. Like I've got the car and I want at the price we got it. He rolled his eyes again, got up, talked to his manager. I'm going, this is crazy. He comes back and goes, I just talked to my manager. I go, listen, I don't want it. And he goes, I'm going to give it to you at cost. And I go, I'm telling you, I don't want it. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, no, no, I'm going to give it to you at cost. And then I'm going to take that cost off of your, your sticker price. So it's not going to cost you anything. I have a quota. I have to sell this a certain more, a certain more to get some kind of rebate from Honda. And this, he just needed the numbers. A Honda dealership. He just needed the quota. And so you're trusting this person. They're telling you information, making it roll in their eyes, making you think that you're doing the wrong thing. And yet you dive in and realize, no. They're good. They're good. They're going to present it to you in a way that makes you feel stupid if you don't check that box. And you know what? It's What's sad is this is the education system. And this is our IEP and this is our district. And what makes it even worse is that it's during a pandemic. So they're doing this to parents and children during such a highly stressful time already. That this is what they do normally, but now they're doing it more and in a pandemic, which shame on you. Shame on you, LAUSD. Shame on you for any school district that does that. It's 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 shameful that in that Zoom, you may have 10, 8, 10, 12 boxes of people there and you'll see yourself and it's very possible that you're the one out of that whole group that doesn't have a job because of this pandem- pan- pandemic. You're the one stressing. You're the one that doesn't have an income. You're the one that's just trying to get stuff done for your trying kid. Trying to educate your son or daughter. Yeah. Trying to educate your child, doing their job. It's more than frustrating. It's more than frustrating to think how many parents have probably been taken advantage of and, and are, are, are up against a rock and a hard place and just go, okay. I mean, it's going to come on. How, how strong can you be, right, guys? So especially if you don't have the knowledge and that's what they're banking on that you don't know these things and that's why we do but this now podcast you now you have exactly. at least those those little bits of information and there was one other thing that so when they you have a limited time probably a window given when we started our IEP they started to pass around the sign in sheet that's digital and they're taking too long stop them which is what we did or our lawyer did and say can we please not waste the time and can the rest of the people in the Zoom do this on a break or beforehand? Or with this information, when before you go into your IEP, make a little note and send it so that way you don't waste any of your time because we had a limited amount of time. And now we're going in for a third session. So every that's, minute counts. And that's like 15, 15 minutes at least. At least. And, and because they're bringing up the document, you get to hand over the it's permission a whole to thing. you to sign and it. Shouldn't, it. And it's like, it no. shouldn't take away your time because your time, and especially if you have a lawyer, 
you know, you're paying for that time and, and don't let them impede upon your process and time. Another thing they did was the person from the district that we had this whole conversation with for over three hours, three weeks ago was gone and it was a new person. And immediately to me, it's a game and they, they play games. And so, you know, I had to resettle and not be unnerved by the fact that now they're like switching people out because you just had this whole IEP where we explained everything. And now hopefully you guys go in, you have a great IEP, you get what you need for your child and you're done in one sitting. But for us, like I can now look around and see where the game is and it shouldn't be a game. So I'm not willing to participate. Yeah, we were in our first session, the district uh, representative told us, a hard, hard no on something that we felt really strongly about. And we went on and on about it. And then it was presented to us that we just need to move on because we're just in a stalemate and this is just going to slow things down. So we said, let's, let's put it behind us and we'll come back to it. So we didn't come back to it because we got to the end of that session. Our day was done. Well, the second session we're expecting, Oh, okay. That representative will be back. Would maybe she had some, a chance to think about where we're at. No, there was someone else. And this person, was not resisting. So it made me think there, yeah, it's a game. Yeah. It's a, it's a way I would match up a game. I would have the heavy, the heavy come in. Yeah. And say, no, we took improv people. We know all about good cop, bad cop. Okay. We had to do weeks of good cop, bad cop. Okay. You come in, you say no, hard no, hard no. And the other guy's like, well, well, let's think about it. Hey, don't be so rough on him. I'm sorry. Can I get you something to drink? Yeah, we know the game. Yeah, so good cop comes in second. So then you have a hero. You have a hero to attach to. You have this good cop that you've just attached yourself to, making the district look great. And you can then have an enemy. You can say, oh, that last person, oh, that that was that bad cop was terrible, right? So you have a place to direct your frustration and anger, and it's not in the Zoom meeting. They've, they've made it so that now the Zoom meeting is all good directed energy, which can bring your, your guard down. And it's a strategy. So it's a game. And it's unfortunate that it's a game. So this is what I say. Try not to bring emotions into it. Try to just have something that you can take notes on. So if something comes up, you can talk about it. Be present in the moment. Try to breathe through things. Really listen to everything that's being said. And do not be afraid to stop them. Do not be afraid to correct them. Because it's being recorded, right? And then you request a copy of that recording beforehand say, I want an audio recording of it because in Zoom, it's a little different. Just make sure that you have it on the record that you're requesting the audio recording. If you have a lawyer, they're going to record it for you. And if you have the means to, the ability to, then you can record it, I guess, on your your phone, just so you have all the notes because you might need to use them if you go, if you have to go downtown and fight the district. So be present and listen and stop them. I cannot tell you how many times they tried to readjust my, what I had just said. And I stopped and I said, I want to be perfectly clear. This is the situation that happened. Or we had... Uh, someone say, well, that happened a year and a half ago and I wasn't there. So, you know, I've been doing a great job. So we're just going to go forward. And I stopped and I said, I'm going to make this clear. No, that's not how it works. You are doing a great job. But this is something that was supposed to be corrected and nobody did it. And then there was a pandemic. So we're not going to do that. And please use your voice. You get better if you use your nice voice, but use your voice to speak up because you're speaking up for your child. And don't be afraid to. 
Do not be afraid to say, you are wrong. This is the situation. Tell me where you got that information. Uh, please put that in writing for me. You, use all of these things like any other com conversation that you would have with any other adult in your life or any other human in your life because they don't have the power that they pretend to have because there are laws that support us and protect us and we need to know those laws and we need to speak up and that's the, that's the way that we make a change. And when you start speaking up, a lot of times it changes right there in the room. You know, I do try to go into it with a compassionate, empathetic heart, but I have learned not to bring emotion in with me and just to bring the facts and to really, really hear what's being said and to stop. And I stop. I don't wait until the end of a conversation. I will say, well, I wait till there's a break. I don't like, I don't talk over people, but I, I make a little note on my laptop and I have a note open the whole time and I take little notes. And then when that person's done and they go, Mr. and Mrs. Socks, uh, do you have any questions? I will go note by note and have them answer that uh, if something's inappropriate or inaccurate or something that I just want to get on the record. Okay. Here's another thing. Compensatory services. They owe you them. If they didn't provide services, they owe you those services. A little tidbit. The schools were open even though you weren't in the school, because they'll say, well, the schools were closed. They were not closed. This is after, this is in March or whatever, after the pandemic. Right. They owe you compensatory if you have services that they did not provide. And this was a really great little thing that came from our lawyer was the schools were open because a lot, they'll say, well, the schools were closed. That's a, that's a little key phrase that they use. Schools were closed. So we don't, we don't have to, they weren't closed. I'm going to say that one more time. Schools were not closed. They were open. They need to provide compensatory services for any services you missed. Yeah, we did distant learning the whole the distance whole time. Learning, That's not we did closed. It. They were not closed. So your school, most likely, unless it's a private school, accepted funding. If they then say they were, are not going to provide the services, that is unlawful. That is... Embezzlement. Embezzlement. So they do owe you those services. The school was open. Any services that they didn't give you, they owe you because unless it's a private school, they receive monies and grants to provide those services. Right. State and federal monies. Yep. So I want you to put that in your pocket because I don't like being lied to. And I don't like my friends being lied to. And I don't like that they do it to parents of children with IEPs who need supports and who are going through enough on any given Monday not to mention how that is compacted during the pandemic and they are taking advantage of us. And I don't like it and it's unlawful and we'd like it to stop. And that's why we're sharing our information with you. Now we're going to have more information. After, after our third after girl our go third. around. And hopefully it will be about the end of our IEP. Yes. But I just want to share that with you. I will share with you that I was nervous. I will share that when they got to the part about placement, I my throat, got tight and my stomach dropped like it always does because it's a feeling of helplessness because also I knew that if they tried that, the law is, there's a bunch of laws that protect you about having to provide assessments, having to, it's a whole assessment process before that they can change your child's placement and they cannot do it in the pandemic. So I knew that, but I also knew that if they did try to change the placement that I might have to fight for it and... Sometimes I get tired of fighting. So uh, 
We are with every single one of you when you step into your IEP. Load yourself with knowledge. If you can, get a lawyer, an advocate, someone who knows the law to sit in that room because then it also helps. It helps if you stay the peaceful one and not emotional to have your lawyer say, you know that's against the law. You know you can't do that. And, you know, on the outside, you would I don't think I would ever believe that, well, you're fighting, for, you're going in to set up a plan for Liam and you actually have to have a lawyer tell the school and stop the school from doing things that are illegal. That That's a shame. It's a shame and it shouldn't happen. I'm trusting in the evolution of all good things that there will come a day that that does not happen. But until that day comes, please bring with you what you need. Educate yourself on the laws. Go, go to IDEA. Go to your district's website. And there's lots of information out there. So look up special education. Make sure you are ready and, and you have with you the tools that you need to have a successful IEP. So we will talk to you again after our conclusion and share uh, in hopes to giving you some of our experience that it may help you to have a successful IEP and receive all the supports that your child needs to access their curriculum. Good luck to you. Any questions, drop us a line in our inbox. Go to our website, ifweknewthen.com. You can send us a message and we'll get back to you. We don't know everything, but we will try really hard to find an answer for you if we don't know the answer. I promise you that. Thank you. Good luck, friends. Please follow us on Twitter at If We Knew Then Pod, and you can drop us a line on our Facebook page at If We Knew Then Pod, or visit our website, ifweknewthen.com, to send us an email with questions and comments. And you can join our mailing list there and get alerts of future podcast episodes. All these links will be added to this episode's show notes. Thank you again, and we look forward to you joining us on the next episode of If We Knew Then. Oh,